0: Deep Nerder contains explicit content. It is also fact-check-ish. We try our best. Listener discretion is advised. This is Deep Nerder, the podcast where we talk about true crime, nostalgia, murder. These are your hosts, Kelsey. I'm Jill.
1: And I'm Britt.
0: Booyah.
2: Nailed it.
1: There's <laughs> in the coffin.
2: Special guest.
1: Oh my god, I'm so excited.
2: Oh she's okay. She started recording. I did oh. it. I turned it on. <laughs> I Saw the button. I'm also it's just me and Kelsey here. Just me and Kelsey. Just really? Kelsey and I. No one else is here. Uh because there's only two people on our intro, obviously. So it's just us, no one else. hmm What episode number is this? Is it like a special number? Uh it's not 69. Ah, uh, then who cares? Anyways. That's, yeah. Like, I don't know. I guess we wanted to spice things up for the ten listeners we have. Watch out world. Watch out. Of which uh our probably one and only listener is here. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: was gonna say only nine this time. <laughs>
0: oh uh, it's Britt. <laughs> yeah no this is this is a three-dimensional podcast where if you happen to be a listener maybe you happen to be on the show
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah if you push enough you know immersive experience didn't we make you to come on here oh yes numerous times because uh, <laughs> i'm just that cool <laughs> Like, no, in my mind
2: numerous times. I'm like, oh, God, I'm so scared. So, hmm. actually kind of tied in Brit. How, why is Brit on the show to our topic? Are you fucking ready? No, but I like it. <laughs> so, as I've been seeing on TikTok, which is, like, my favorite pastime, other than Breath of the Wild, um, there's something happening called a Brennaissance. Okay. Where back Brendan Fraser. Yes. So, back uh-huh. yes. Brendan Fraser is to cover the mummy. Really? How does this connect to Brit? Yeah, no, tell me, please. <laughs> not that we know of. Is Brit dead? Hopefully not. As but, of, hopefully not. As <laughs> of this yeah, release on Sunday, I hope not. <laughs>
1: Knock on wood, everybody.
2: (laughs) We can technically say that you're the mummy of this podcast because the only reason Kelsey and I know each other is because of you.
1: Oh, that's so sweet. That's good. I love that.
2: I just thought of it because I came home from work. I've had half a beer and half a joint, and I got smarter.
1: (laughs) Oh, that was a really quick response.
0: That was good. I was like, what are we going to hear about Brit being wrapped in toilet paper
2: running naked down the street? (laughs) (laughs) it was one time guys <laughs> she is she is from a small town oh yeah yeah
1: oh. would you like to pronounce that one for everyone uh, topley yes oh, cute and i'm gonna steal your thunder i looked to see how much rainfall is in topley oh, and, did um, you? it's so small that you can't just google it so i just kind of like digged around some grids, <laughs> 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 and it says 10 centimeters <laughs> But it said last year there was a uh twenty five centimeters of snow. But mm-hmm. also I'm not good with the whole fucking grid thing, so we don't that know. could be completely off. It seems
2: small. <laughs> I'm like, So flattered and <laughs> looked up the rainfall and precipitation. <laughs> I don't know why it's a thing I like, but I'm so glad you brought that to the table it's today.
1: To it's good to know how i One has within the rain. Yeah.
0: Sitting here watching Jill's face just explode with That's like pure friends. joy, just like <laughs> a new baby eating cotton candy.
2: <laughs> this has made me so happy. I'm not. I'm not gonna buy anything off Facebook Marketplace that I don't need to buy this week. Like I have my pogs, I have my beanie babies, and I got the precipitation of Popley. Like I'm fine. Yo. You, <laughs> you need to take
1: <laughs>
0: You need to take that luggage to a therapist because you're filling holes with shit off Facebook Marketplace. Let's just let's just put that there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If it's a pandemic, the only hole that I'm filling is my own so hey, with stuff. I love it. Fill that hole. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fill that two bedroom apartment of yours. I have. Sarah, she might be moving her <laughs> crap over to
2: yours. <laughs> Speaking of filling holes, let's talk about how the Egyptians mainly used to fill holes with sarcophagi, also known as mummies. Yep. It was cool. pretty fucking brutal. And also, can we
0: talk about another hole that was filled by shit in the desert, mainly Egypt? Was like growing up, how afraid we were of um, those scarab beetles and oh. sinking sink quicksand.
1: Oh, oh my the God. Sink sand got me good when
0: I was right. <laughs> like for real? Did you fall into real? Did you call it sink sand?
1: No, it was just regular sand.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Quicksand. So. <laughs> are like, let's turn this into like a fun reality that's not actually there.
0: <clears throat> but, but right though, sorry to segue your sarcophagi, but like, can we, can we, can we just like reflect on like how we really thought that was going to be a problem when we got older? Because
2: I did, and bugs. I feel like quicksand is only a problem in like, like America and probably Richmond.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then when Donald Trump got in, not even the quicksand wanted to stay.
2: They were like, bye. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Just ran off. <laughs> it's gone.
2: <laughs> so, like, I'm not covering the movie, uh, but I did watch it last night. Girl, I watched the first and second one twice. Fuck, I wanted to watch the second one so bad. Britt, did you watch them?
1: I watched the first one on Monday, and my partner Dylan was, like, super thrilled. Because he's like, oh, yeah. my God, this is such a comfort movie.
2: Such, it is. It's such
1: a
0: banger.
2: It
1: is. Yeah, a- i would see this as kid. I'm like, oh, my God, how did I not remember all this? I would have been horrified. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Remembered too much to the point where Tara was just kind of like giving me a look that was like, Why the fuck do you name her? Like, why do you know that her name is Anooksunamoon? And I was like, Leave me alone. <laughs> just go. I'll be with
1: my life. I'm gonna
2: find my thing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew the golden book was under Horace. Like, I'm not obviously. Stupid. like obviously. obviously. Also, Anooksunamon
0: is so breathtakingly beautiful that why would you not remember her name?
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the TikTok trend where everybody's playing like Taylor Swift wildest dreams and then like thirst trapping at like old movies they used to like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I just clued in that that was Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Yesterday. <laughs> well, she yes, I know exactly did. what you're talking about.
2: But that was like me, like a Nook Suna Moon walked out and I was like, I see you in hindsight, tangled up with you on night. And my fucking like ramen noodle hanging out my mouth. I was like, oh, shit. This movie confused me as a child. Also,
1: over to Tara, like looking at you awkwardly, <laughs>
2: like, TV, like, holy moly. I just dreaming. Like, so they're so attractive, like, st- stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, I when I was watching the, the second one for like the second time or whatever last night, I uh, cast it to my TV. So Jordan was watching it, too. And when uh, Inuk Sunamun, the re- like reincarnation, walked in, I was because I, I didn't watch the first one with him. But I was like, damn, they don't make them like that. And Jordan's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> <And> you're
2: like, go to sleep. Go to sleep. I'm busy. I'm busy. (laughs) Tell us about this fucking banger, though.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. This is good. This is how we start it. This is up here. This is going to be
2: fine. I'm turning
0: red already. Let's go. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So The Mummy is a movie that came out in 1999. And actually, well, okay, I'm getting ahead of myself. So, all right. The Mummy is a 1999 American film written and directed by Stephen Summers. And it's pronounced St- like, Stiffin, like, like Stephen, like with
2: P-H. Stephen with a F. <laughs> like Stephen. Oh, my God. Stephen with a ph f- Stephen. <laughs> 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 Fucking Starbucks. <laughs>
0: okay, fuck. okay, I'm stupid. All right, that's good. It's uh, actually a remake of the 1932 film with the same name. But this one, however, stars, obviously, as we know, our bestie, our heartthrob, the underdog, Brendan Fraser uh, and Rachel Wise, which at the time that actress was very unknown. So I was reading about like the casting of her and. They, like, she ended up auditioning, like, for it a few times. And because she was so unknown, that is the reason why the director ended up going with her, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, And oh, then it turned awesome. out, yeah, I really like that. I'm like, give, give her a chance. And then she, like, I mean, she wasn't epic in the first movie, but, like, really, who was epic in that first movie? It was just, like, a <laughs> lot of madness. But it was good.
2: So, like, speaking of Rachel Weiss, have you seen what she looks like now? Because when the girl got her eyebrows back... Holy I was going to say, fuck. she looks completely different. Well, she okay, went from,
0: okay. yeah, she had no eyebrows in the mummy. And then in the mummy return, she has her eyebrows back. But like,
2: oh. even now, like, they're more. Really? I should look that You've up. really
1: grown so, in?
2: Yeah. Like <laughs> over the last
1: like, couple years the, here?
2: <laughs> the last decades? <laughs> yeah. Also, right. like, I told some of my lesbians that I was like doing this episode and then they all were just like, oh my god, Rachel Weisz, disobedience, oh my god, the hottest lesbian, oh my god. And I was sitting there like, they did a lesbian show with her and those eyebrows, and then I was like, no, they grew back, holy shit. Right. And now I really want to watch it, because I feel like I, no matter how hot the movie was, if those eyebrows were fucking around in front of me, I wouldn't pay attention.
0: So <laughs> I... Watching, watching the mummy, yeah, I was like, what, what, like, uh," like, I mean, I understand because like I'm a victim to the 2000 eyebrows myself, so like here we are. I mean, you can see it, it's real. (laughs) This is good, all things considered. Um, but yeah, when I was watching that, I was kind of trying to make it work in my head. Like, was it because of the time, or were they trying to like emulate like a 1920s thing? That's exactly what I thought. Yeah,
1: Yeah. 20s. I was like, this is really refined.
0: Yeah, that, like was that, that was that a.
1: My eyebrow.
0: <laughs> it's, it's like in V for Vendetta when Natalie Portman was like, yeah, fuck it, shave my head. And everyone was like, whoa. And then Rachel Wise was like, yeah, fuck it, shave off my eyebrows.
1: <laughs> I don't same same. thing. So, pencil them in.
0: Yeah. And then in The Mummy Returns, it should actually say starring Rachel Wise and her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, amazing. Because <laughs> those came back. Okay, anyways. Um, also starring John Hanna. John Hanna was so funny, and I love him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. As well as Kevin O'Connor and Arnold Vosloo. And it's funny because I read a quote from Vosloo, and so he plays um, the mummy, basic, essentially. So his name is now missing from my my mouth. Imhotep. So he plays Imhotep, and there's a quote from him saying that if they had redone or had done this movie in modern times, he's like, they wouldn't have cast a white guy. Like I wouldn't have been cast. He would have been Egyptian. And I just kind of was like, yeah, of course. So I like that (laughs) he has that self-reflection, but it was pretty good. I also read a really funny thing from him where he said, uh, he's like, yeah, like, you know, I'm a pretty easygoing chill guy, but I like to drink a couple beers. So he's like when I first got cast as Emotep and they gave me like, he's, essentially like a thong to wear and a cloth and he's like i had a beer gut so he said when they landed in morocco he had to go on a special diet and like go for big runs every day <laughs> oh my god I, mean,
1: I would not suspect a beer gut man
0: that guy was cool yeah he lived. i mean i was like sure not it wasn't my type but I mean, no.
2: I i'm gonna make my a note yeah. appreciate just run just go for runs yeah, yeah my note just, just says cool. run question <laughs> <Well. laughs> mark
0: No one's got time for that. We got to make a podcast no one listens to. Come on. Fuck yeah.
1: The only listener's right here. I'm kidding. I told my sister she'll be listening. Nice. And your dad. (laughs) Ah, You can't do a podcast. That's
0: it. He can't listen. He can listen to it. He listens to Beyonce.
1: He can only listen to Beyonce.
0: (laughs) Oh, your dad's gorgeous. Okay. (laughs) All right. So the film follows adventurer Rick O'Connell, who's played by Brendan Fraser, as he travels to Hamunatra, the city of the dead, with a librarian who's played by Rachel Wise and her older brother, who's played by John Hanna, where they accidentally awaken Imhotep, a cursed high priest with supernatural powers. The development of this film took years with multiple screenplays and directors attached to it. So I was reading something about that where it did have another full, like two other directors that were putting it together and they separated it and then brought in um, Stephen Summers. And there's a quote from Stephen Summers where he says, uh, let me just see if I can grab it because it was awesome. The producers, Sean Daniel and Jim Jacks had been developing the, this mummy version for about nine years. And Steven Summers was just finishing a movie called Deep Rising. It was a 1998 aquatic horror film that he had done and that he had heard that they had parted ways with a different director. So then those two producers took Steven into Universal for a meeting. And the first thing Stephen Summers said uh, to like, I guess, like, I'm, I don't know, whoever you want to imagine is like the head dude at Universal. He's like, hey, no one wants to see a movie with a guy wrapped in bandages. They're going to laugh at it. Yeah, we would have. Good job. I <laughs> Yeah. And then he's like, I just walked out. And Jim was like, oh, hey, wait, the studio wants to do it, but they want to only do it for 15 million. And Stephen Summers was like, I'll need 15 million alone for the visual effects.
2: So, holy. Like the visual effects of this movie, though, for the age it was, they're not horrible.
1: I gotta say, it blew my mind. And Dylan was like, you know, I really like how they made it, the CGI really matte, so he wasn't so shiny. And I'm like, oh. <laughs>
0: Dylan,
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not
1: wrong. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah that looks good. But, <laughs> so, like,
2: even the face in the sand, when, like, Imhotep's putting his face in the sand, like, mm-hmm. that looked pretty believable to me. The scare, like, the only thing that was kind of cheesy was, like, him when he's a, a skeleton. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. And then,
2: <clears> like so, beetles in the skin little yeah. cheesy but like all in all like super fucking good like graphics for the time
0: yeah like, really so impressed. the the 3d back then wouldn't have been as advanced it would be like a little bit more coding and then so for other aspects like the sand for example i didn't check this but i should have because it's what i do for a living so i can go fuck myself but like <laughs> we have programs today that's like um particle and you can emulate things like that and composite it really really well and I believe we did have some of that technology back then which makes a lot of sense when you look at things like Emoteps face in the sand and um even like moving forward into the army of Anubis when they get destroyed and it's like black yeah stuff, <laughs> oof, through them so yeah that's just I think just some things were easier to do then than others obviously and then also like just the, the render power it would have taken to make those would, is also a huge part of it. Like, we just didn't have the ability to render things as crisply as we do now.
2: So. Yeah, yeah I still think it was banging. Because even when I think of, like, the Scorpion King. Dude, yeah. Like, the Scorpion King's animation for 2002 when they, like, splice the rock's head onto that, like, scorpion body. It's fucking atrocious. Dude, yeah, I just saw it again, <laughs> it is, right? And I'm like, get out of fu- here. <laughs> horrifying it is so bad and i'm just like how is this so shit well like you know the first one was so fucking good well i just think they
0: maybe overextended themselves it's like when you watch the new planet of the apes there's always like like caesar the main ape he's animated way better than anybody else because you're only looking at him so the rock in retrospect should have been animated better i don't know I'm, I'm gonna figuring be figuring
1: it out still, you know? Yeah, totally. <laughs> and
0: I'm and I'm gonna be honest, I didn't focus too much on that one because like there's just so much to talk about in the first one. <laughs> and then the second one, I just fell off a cliff. I'm like, the story was so bad. Everything was so bad. I was like, oh,
2: you didn't have to go down like that, Brendan Fraser. I literally sat here yesterday and I was like, should we watch like the Brendan Fraser mummy, or should I really fuck around and watch the new Brad Pitt mummy? Tom Cruise they're yeah, the same person the same, they I are the same, the same fucking person, person. they are not the I'm same person one has like 13 pigs, kids daddy. and one has one i'm sorry <laughs> handsome white men i can't tell you apart <laughs> if you're not adam driver i don't know who you are one one of those men comes up to my vagina and the other one
0: might be taller than me
2: Vin Diesel? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but who, Tom Cruise is that who it is? Yeah. Okay, whatever. I was right here, <laughs> I was looking at that one and I was like, should I watch like the new Mummy and just like really fuck with it? And then I was, I watched the trailer and I was like, that looks like trash. And then I was like, "Let Tara was like, st- stick with what you know's good, babe. It's five dollars. So I was like, okay, well, watch the original yeah. mummy. We'll
0: stick yeah, to like I,
1: Jerry Maguire too, you know. <laughs> I
2: I also had to rent them because they're not on any streaming services. They're on
1: five dollars that I invested.
2: I almost went to Value Village to buy them.
1: Oh man, you probably would have found it too.
2: But I would have paid... Tara's like, you'll pay the same. And I was like, but I'll own it. And she's like, but do you want to own it? And I was like, good call. I don't want to own it. <laughs> like, I was like, maybe? Kind of. <laughs> yeah, kind of. all piece of me that wants to... Own. If I can get them all on one DVD, yeah. Like, I have all three Fifty Shades of Grey in one box. That is, like, time and space efficient. That's I don't know fair. about time efficient. <laughs> yeah. How you deem quality time and how i deem quality time can be different and they're both valid okay (laughs) they're both
0: they're both valid but yours is questionable right now (laughs) listen (laughs) having a time it's okay okay so the development of the film took years like i said with multiple screenplays and directors in nineteen ninety seven, Stephen summer successfully pitched his version, like I mentioned, of a more adventurous romantic take on the source material. Principal photography took place in Morocco and in the United Kingdom. The crew endured dehydration, sandstorms, and snakes. Or sorry, and snake shooting, my bad, on location in the Sahara Desert. Not just snakes, they were shooting the animals. Sorry, whoops.
2: They had a designated snake shooter.
0: I guess so. <laughs> what did you do on the mummy? I shot the snakes.
2: That sounds like a movie term for, like, you know, that, like, horrible thing they call girls at, like, truck stops, like a lot lizard. No, yeah, I was going to oh say, like, on, <laughs> on porn, on porn,
0: porn sites,
2: porn sites, porn
0: sets, holy cow, porn sets. They have, what are they called, fluffers?
2: Fluffers. That's
0: a, a snake shooter. <laughs>
2: yeah, like snake shooter. I dig it. <laughs> Where does the load go? I'll catch it on the snake shooter.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I really hope my mom doesn't actually listen to this podcast, because I'll die.
1: She's watching and listening.
2: This is good. I like
0: it. (laughs) I still feel like I'm in the wrong career. That just sounds like a good job. (laughs) 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 Imagine the fun plastic suit you'd have to wear. Okay.
1: It's very personable.
0: (laughs) So shiny. (laughs) Why are you so shiny? (laughs) You have to see me. Okay, I got to stop. Industrial Light and Magic <laughs> provided many of the visual effects blending live action footage and computer generated imagery to create the monsters. <clears throat> and Jerry Goldsmith provided the uh musical score. The Mummy was theatrically re- bleh, I, I'm okay. The Mummy was theatrically released on May 7th, 1999 despite mixed reviews from critics. It was a commercial success and grossed over $416.4 million worldwide against a production
2: budget of $80 million. That's, That's so much money. Yeah. Oh
0: <laughs>
2: so That's I, Bezos money. Yeah.
0: So I have a note here. So, Steve, so I have a quote from Stephen Summers here that says, "When, so first of all, when they were telling people like Brendan Fraser and Stephen Summers and everybody were telling people that they were doing a mommy movie, they were all kind of prepared for a flap because they're like, why would you do a mummy movie? Like people were just like very disenchanted. They were not here for it. It was kind of a thing of like early film. And like Steven said earlier, like wrapped bandages and not very, it's like, it's like the slow version of a zombie when someone oh, was like, course. we're going to do a zombie movie. And you're like, nah,
2: it's like when you think of a mummy, though, you think of something like very slow, its arms kind of like Frankensteiny out or like dragging mm-hmm. itself kind of and being like, oh, exactly. Like it's, just, it's a fucking rap zombie. So
0: the, is it. One go. exactly. So we have a quote from Vosloo who played Nemotep. And he says, when I came back, my friends were like, why the fuck would you do a mummy movie? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Watch this, bitch. I'm going to get so rich.
0: Well, no, not even. I think he was like, okay. And then Stephen Summers, there's a quote that says when people saw our 30 second Super Bowl spot, it went from nobody wanting to see the mummy to the next to the next day. The studio was on fire. And I thought, man, this film might make 20 million. Like, that's pretty cool. We'll be a relatively big opening. And then the next day I heard the phone ringing downstairs at the studio at 640 a.m. in the morning. And it was Ron Meyer, the president of Universal. And he's telling Steven the movie's going to make 45 million. And then it exceeded that.
1: Well, let's be honest, if you're posting anything at Super Bowl,
0: (laughs) but I mean, true, but people will love. Yeah. But I I, I will kind of give them credit because, like, I do remember, and I mean, I can't speak for you guys, but maybe you do as well. But I do remember when this was first coming out and you were seeing the trailer, it was such a fresh take on a mummy movie that it was like, oh, okay. And then it was George of the Jungle. (laughs)
2: Oh, I like, Indiana that <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's George Aww, the Jungle George. in like an Indiana Jones movie where he's Absolutely. like adventure and it's danger, Absolutely. and it was like a new take. Like I don't want to see. I'm not interested. I'm never interested in war movies. No. Um. We've seen like jungle. We've seen like in the city terrorism. Like this was like something new. Mm-hmm. I feel like oh, yeah.
1: kids, it was new. Was, and fresh like, for we, all,
2: sure. we all watched like prince of egypt once and we're like holy fuck egypt is legit so like (laughs) we're like holy shit and
0: like brendan Fraser had this move throughout the whole movie where like he would run in from like like stage left of camera come, come out of nowhere and just like pick up rachel wise and throw her over his shoulder or like anybody he was like it was like his one move he's like oh over the shoulder and he would just be running with a woman on or a human on his back i was like oh
2: and he had like a look he always kind of like old. gives you this like look. Yeah, sir, stop I, it. It's no, 1999. I'm no, ten. I don't so
1: care. So for a ten year old. I was don't nine. stop. He came out later though, so
0: I was Can older talk. than all of you, whatever. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> so that, so that, and that. All right, so it's funny too because the. All right, no, I skipped a part. Ignore me. All right. I always so. Say- <laughs> <laughs> so the mummy was theatrically released like i said on may 7th 1999 despite mixed reviews from critics oh, i already said that okay um the film's success spawned two direct sequels the mummy returns 2001 and the mummy tomb of the dragon emperor 2008 which yeah. is kind of shitty anyways <laughs> it also led to spin-offs such as an animated series and a prequel called the scorpion king in 2002 which also generated his own sequels but like let's face it anything the rock does he's just like signing contracts that no one else can get him out of and like on purpose like i think the rock traps production studios and amazing like, i mean i would but like there's so much like he may as well be in my house right now it's just a whole thing okay um Attempts to reboot the property and kickstart a new movie led to a media franchise in 2017 starring Tom Cruise, but obviously Brad that did. didn't. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't really get off
2: the ground very well. I, I mean, like. It was Brad. I yeah.
1: Say. <laughs> I, I'm
2: probably gonna watch it. I'm genuinely interested now, but I think I'll wait till it's free. Yeah, I want to oh, watch yeah. it
1: too. Sure. Yeah, we'll wait till but, it's free.
2: But I kind of feel like like poor
0: Brennan Fraser as we all know got so fucked up on the mummy that like I just like feel like Tom Cruise is I don't know, it's like what are you trying to prove? You're better than Brennan? No. Gaddy, your
2: mission possible?
0: Yeah, no thank you sir. Like <laughs> don't don't talk to me unless your eyeballs come past my hip bone.
1: Ha. <laughs>
0: sure. Sorry, I've never met him. I don't know if he's short. My bad. Okay. Well,
1: uh, I mean, technically he is. I just don't know if he's hip bone level. He might be.
0: I think he might be.
1: You know, said... this is a, a call out for Tom Cruise to come stand beside Kelsey because we need to know. We know. Sure... Well,
0: I've given him, I've given him more height because originally I was saying he was vagina level. Now he's straight at Hip bones.
1: <laughs> he's gonna creep up to that belly button.
0: <laughs> <sighs> All right. So the movie on Rotten Tomatoes scored a 61%. What? We know Rotten Tomatoes is a potato store, so there's that. And then the audience score was like 75.
1: Perfect. That's better.
0: Yeah. Okay. So what's the plot of this motherfucker? Well, let me tell you. In Thebes, Egypt, in 1290 BC, no big deal, just forever ago, a high priest, Imhotep, has an affair with Anaxunamon, the mistress of Pharaoh Seti, I also got to say, like, oh, should I say this now or later? Fuck it. I'm going to say it now. The whole thing is a fucking love story. Like, leave him alone.
2: Oh, my God. Such a love <laughs> story. Do you remember yeah. when women were property? I know. Well, <gasps> I mean, like,
0: I don't, I don't agree. Yeah, well, she's the property of the pharaoh, which is bullshit because she's, like, st- like, you know, impales herself. And she's like, my body is no longer in your temple. And I was like, fuck yeah. But I'm also like, why well, can't? Like, Brendan Fraser and Rachel Rachel Wise are, like, the enemies in this movie. Just, like, let them be in love. Like, what's your problem?
2: Because they want to unleash their rage on the world, though. That's the other thing. These movies have a lot of
0: genocide in them, and I don't agree with that. Yeah.
2: Like, they want to kill everybody for treating them bad. So it was like, if you just want to resurrect the bitch and then, like, fuck off to Isle Esme... Borrow just it like, from the Cullens and just, like, live there and be in love. Just five fucking stars. But if yeah. you're trying to release scarab beetles and steal eyeballs and just all around be, like, a total cuck, like, fuck off, bro. <laughs> not take like, you know, it's all about how you go about the thing. If you want to be in love, cool. I get the world did you wrong. But guess what? Brennan Fraser and fucking Evelyn over there are Evelyn. not the Pharaoh. They're not the Pharaoh. You're right. You're right. But also, I feel like they didn't,
0: they weren't even given it. Like, they never sat down and had a conversation. It was like, they just woke up angry, woke up on the wrong but, side of the bed. And he's like, I was entombed alive and I'm mad at everybody. He also wanted to kill, like, Eevee. Yeah, but then, like, later there's a resurrection of Anuxunamon. So it's like, yo, if you just waited like a fucking movie, you'd be fine. Yeah, but
2: she's got to kill Evelyn as the sacrifice to come back. No,
0: well, because they—they—they like, they, they, no, that's not true. Because they ended up—we're getting ahead of ourselves.
2: Are you talking about?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like way ahead of ourselves at this point. Okay, let's slow our rolls. Okay, so he has an affair with the Naxumon, the mistress of the Pharaoh Seti. Which, yes, fuck Pharaoh Se- Se- Seti. Anyways, fuck that guy because he's like, I own this bitch. She's my mistress. Not only am I married, but no one, no other man can touch her, sir. I'm like like oh no I love
1: it when that happens
0: oh so romantic
1: <laughs> can we get back to the
0: old days I'm, I'm just
1: kidding I that's was ridiculous. like
0: <laughs> all I ever wanted is to be a man's property it's well that's dream. all I'm living for I don't know about y'all oh <laughs> you live in this you're living the dream girl
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay So Imhotep and Anak kill the pharaoh after he discovers their relationship, Imhotep flees, while Anak kills herself, believing that Imhotep will resurrect her. So that's the point I said earlier, where Imhotep's running away and she brings up a dagger and, like, plunges it into her stomach and Mm -hmm. says, my body is no longer your temple, which I fucking love, like, such a bossy bitch. Which, and then I didn't, because I hadn't rewatched the second one, I didn't realize the actress came back and I was really upset that the beautiful hot girl died. So. Yep, <laughs> it's a me problem. <laughs> <laughs> Imhotep and his priests end up stealing her corpse because who doesn't love the grave robber? And travel to Heminatra, the city of the dead. The resurrection, the resurrection ritual is then stopped though by Seti's bodyguards, the Magi. Imhotep is buried buried alive with flesh eating scarab beetles and sealed in a sarcophagus at the feet of the statue of the Egyptian god Anubis. Oh, I fucking love Anubis the Magi are sworn to prevent Imhotep's return. In 1926, however, Jonathan Carnahan presents his presents his sister Evelyn, a librarian and aspiring Egyptology, Egyptologist. <laughs> I think we're here for how I pronounce stuff mostly. Oh, usually. definitely. <laughs> With an intricate box and a map that leads to Hamanatra. Jonathan reveals he actually stole the box from an adventurer, American adventurer, Rick O'Connell, who discovered the city while in the French Foreign Legion. Evelyn and Jonathan find Rick and make a deal with him to lead him to the city. So when they find Rick, he's imprisoned. And they're talking to him behind bars, and he has, like, his whole George of the Jungle look going on. He makes a whole bunch of sexist, misogynistic comments about Evelyn. And I'm like, it's not your fault, Brendan Fraser. I know it's the writing, but I don't like what you're saying. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Um. And then they bring Brendan Fraser out to be hung. And this is this one's kind of a interesting thing. So I read a th- a, a bit on that where Brendan Fraser was talking about the scene where he's getting hung, and Evelyn is saying Rick O'Connell's being hung, and Evelyn saying, like, bet, it, like, giving, trying to offer the guy money, like, hey, like, here's I'll offer you a hundred, like, two hundred, like, whatever currency that they were, she's offering, but pounds. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So. And the guy's like, no, no, no. And then they actually end up hanging him. But because Rick O'Connell is like such a tough motherfucker, his neck doesn't break, which is really stupid because, I mean, I know it happens, but it doesn't always happen. So he's a big boy. All right. So anyways, in real life while they were filming it, that wide shot is uh, Brendan Fraser's stunt double. And I couldn't track down the name of his stunt double because people don't, people suck and they don't give enough credit to, people that deserve credit but anyways and then there is a close-up shot and I read a thing from Brendan Fraser where he was saying that when they came in for the close-up shot so the stunt double was in the harness and they got out of the harness, and they put Brendan Fraser on the ground and they put the it's like a hemp rope and they put it around his neck and Brendan Fraser said that he like his uh stunt double helped tighten it for him and then he wanted to really make sure he sold it so As he was, he was like, you know, like make it kind of tight, but like whatever I want to, I want to work with something. And as my, my husband is a stunt guy. So he was saying that you, you want feedback, right? So he's saying as an actor, Brendan Fraser wanted the feedback of the rope being tight so that he would know what to play off of. And then Brendan Fraser in a write-up said his mistake was he stood on his tippy toes because he was like, he doesn't really, I don't know why he did. I guess he was just thinking he was helping. But because they tighten the rope. he's like, this is as tall
2: as I can go. So, oh,
0: yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I see where this is going. <laughs> yeah.
0: Not, not a good place. So, he stood on his tippy toes and they tightened the rope. And then uh, they got the shot. So, the shot that's in the movie is actually the shot. But he's actually blacking out. It's real. Oh, my God. Yeah. And that's then he, crazy. He said he woke up on the ground. And, uh, everyone was like, like, Hey, like he said, he woke up and he just heard someone repeating his name over and over again. And like, to this day, the director, Steven Summers and him are apparently friends, but to this day, Steven Summers is like, Oh, it's his own fault. Like that's his fault. And Brendan Fraser's like, no, I was taking your direction. And Brendan Fraser acknowledges that he stood on his tippy toes and like stuff like that. But in my experience, it is the, like the director needs to be aware, like, like that's, you're pushing your actor too far.
1: It's kind and of then, like the whole point of being a director is making sure everything's directed
0: appropriately. You would, you would think so. But like, and, not uh, that I'm
1: a director, but you know.
0: <laughs> you no, know, but like and a lot of people in, in like a lot of industries just like to pass the buck that everyone's like, oh, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. It's like, yo, you had safety on set. You had so many people. You had like literally you have first aid safety. You have a stunt coordinator. You have your stunt double. You have the director. You have whatever the other person is for the union. Like there's so many people making sure people are okay. So like everybody kind of failed him right there. It doesn't matter if he was on his tippy toes. Someone should have been like, Yo, it's a noose. You're on your tippy toes. You wanna like lower? You wanna like calm Yeah, you out? wanna not actually choke? Because, yeah. like he's just Let's trying to play make played
1: off too well, you know?
0: Yeah. And then he said Brendan Fraser, the stunt coordinator, like came over and like wrapped him on the shoulder on the ground and was like, Welcome to the team, bud. I'm like, Ugh, gross. Fucking cowboys. <laughs> Right. Like, and then Brendan Fraser was like, I'm done now. Today, I'm done. I'm done. And the, everyone fought with him, like, no, you're not. We have more to shoot. And he was so upset and like scared and angry. And he's like, I'm done. And like, no one would listen to him. So oh,
1: that's,
0: that's terrifying.
1: terrifying. Yeah. But that puts a whole damper on that.
0: Yeah, dude. And like, because <laughs> of my personal connection to that, I know exactly what he's talking about because I've lived through that stuff with Jordan. It's fucking real. It's wild. Anyways. Okay. So they make a deal to go to the city. <laughs> right back into the story like nothing happened. <laughs> Just got to Rick...
1: it's fine. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: it's all
0: good. Rick guides Evelyn and her party to the city encountering a band of American treasure hunters led by Rick's cowardly acquaintance, Benny Gabor. Benny is like, I think a little too slapstick for me. Um, yeah. But the actor is fun. So there you go despite being warned to leave by Arden Bay, our death Bay leader of the Magi. So Ardith is the, I didn't talk about him earlier, but Ardith is, he's part of the Magi, which is the, the, the Pharaoh soldiers to protect, make sure Hemotep doesn't rise. And Ardith mm-hmm. just like randomly shows up all the time. Like he's in, watching. But even in like in the second one, which I'll talk about, but like, he just like shows up in their house and Evie's like, why are you here? And he's like, no time to explain. It's like no, no, really. You have no reason to be in my house in England. Why are you here? It's like like
2: we talked about horror movies, like in urban legend. How like you're supposed to believe that this is a real person, but like they're there and then you blink and they're gone. And I'm like, bitch, like I didn't hear you run through my living room and out my it's front right. door, like
1: yeah, like
2: it's you had to get on... the
1: cinema, man. Oh, oh, <laughs> Use it's your so... imagination. We can't afford that.
0: <laughs> God, when you're right, you're right.
1: Uh. Here,
0: Who invited you? I don't know.
1: So, yeah. <laughs> I just showed up. Here I am.
0: Friggin' artist He's just going to show up in your bedroom tonight. Watch out.
1: I'm just going to show up in this podcast. Watch out. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, she my did. God. She
1: did it. I really hope he doesn't come to put in my bedroom tonight. I got sleep tonight. <laughs> Too
0: much. I got shit to do. <laughs> um, the two expeditions continue their excavations. Evelyn searches for the book of Amun-Ra made of pure gold. Instead of finding the book, she stumbles upon Imhotep's remains. The team of Americans, meanwhile, discover the Black Book of Death. <laughs> just, a, just a very foreboding name. Just a
2: casual name. Mm-hmm. At least it's, okay. like, standing
1: up to itself. Uh, it, it does. It
0: totally. <laughs> it's like, tax, what do board. you want? Death? Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Perfect. The resume cleared. Accompanied by Ken Ophir. Ofe- Ken- cannot pick jars carrying a preserved organs, which is like someone's got other plans. Good soup. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Oh, God. At night, Evelyn reads from the Book of the Dead aloud, accidentally awaking Imhotep. The expedition returns to Cairo, and Imhotep follows them with the help of Benny, who has agreed to serve him. So, like, while that's happening, Benny's, like, speaking in every language, and he ends up speaking... uh, What is it, Jill? It's, like it's, Hebrew. it's, it's
1: Hebrew.
0: yeah Hebrew thank you it's the yeah. language he calls it Imhotep calls it the language of the slaves so he's like you
2: can help me and Benny's like haha oh, oh my god and I, just, I was like oh yeah. I remember when it was like that first came out I always thought like it was like funny and like also very impressive that he had all that like all the good charms on his neck and he just knew a prayer in like every language I remembered I mean, some of them, and then I was like, "Why the fuck is this a thing? I know about this movie too." You never know,
0: man. That guy came prepared. He oh my was. god, he, he did everything. Damn thing.
2: <laughs> also,
0: one of the American travelers, the I can't remember what his name is. That's my bad. But uh, one of them, uh, like their, their, their version of their Egyptologist is Cadbury from Richie Rich. Yep
1: oh i'm like this guy is ringing some bells right now but i can't
0: figure it out all right all right i had to i had to keep my references short because there's just so much shit okay (laughs) so at night evelyn reads in the book of the dead accidentally awaking emotep the expeditions return to cairo emotep follows them with the help of benny like i mentioned who has agreed to serve him emotep regenerates his full strength by killing members of the american expedition and brings the ten plagues back to egypt so I remember watching this when Emotep uh, takes that guy's eyes and tongue. Oh, my God. My oh. eye. My yeah. eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's like, and then that's
0: he, awesome. <laughs> you know, I was like, that's fucking scary. <laughs> well, that guy.
1: That's why I'm like, I don't know why I wasn't more horrified as a kid. Because I'm like, that would fuck me up. Like, I'm fucked up you're right just, now. they <laughs> are cooler
0: than us, evidently.
1: That I guy mean, died
0: totally the worst.
1: Me, man. I just maybe just was it preoccupied while that movie was happening? I don't know. But that part, I was like, holy, that's a lot.
0: And they're like sitting, remember when they, they like So the, the, oh my God. Benny. Nope. The Najah. Am I saying that right? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. The, the, oh, sorry. The Najah. So artists. So artists. So the, the Najah, they end up rescuing this specific American treasure hunter and like bringing him back to the hotel. And, then fucking Emotep with his motherfucking little bitch Benny is like, they're sitting in the room pretending he's meeting some prince and he's like trying to talk to him and drooling, which I thought was weird. So I'm like, he's, his face isn't numb. His tongue is cut out. Like, what are you guys? <laughs> oh my God. Right. Thanks for the effect. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, he's, he's going a
1: hundred percent on that. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then Emotep's uh, like, thanks dude. Got to finish the job. Bye. And then he screams and you feel bad for him and it's over. Okay.
2: He has the worst death, like out of yes. anybody. Uh, He's not uh, only like No,
0: I'd say I'd say the first dude did. Um which I barely. Oh, the scarab beetle guy.
2: Thank you, the scarab
1: beetle. Oh yeah, that was pretty gnarly. It's like, oh I mean? shit! If we're confused. to be
2: honest, though, he ro- he ran into a, like a wall, so he died oh, on impact. Oh. Like the bug got in him, yeah, but he died yes. on impact. This guy got his eyes That's... and tongue cut out and then and saved. Then had
0: to it. hang out and then and tortured
2: again. Then... <laughs> yeah.
0: That's uh, hit that was um, I'm gonna murder this poor gentleman's name, Omad Jihali. That guy. And I also read a thing from him where they were, when he inter- interviewed, apparently I'm not an actor, when he auditioned, mm-hmm. uh, they wanted his character to be way more slapstick because he has um, some, like, Arabic descent. And he was like, no, he's like, my, my, like, relatives will kill me. I can't play the character like that. So, Good for him. I yeah. know. Fuck yeah. Like I was dead proud dead of man. him. Yeah. So. And
1: also, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed that guy.
0: Like, yeah, except for his death his death i was like oof like I, so yeah
1: no i promptly uh fell asleep at that point on purpose <laughs> i mean dylan would say no but yeah i say on purpose <laughs>
0: yeah. mm-hmm. okay so rick evelyn and jonathan meet artith at the museum ardeth hypnotizes emo h- hypnotizes that emotep wants to resurrect Hi- i can't read my own writing artist hypothesizes that Emotep wants to resurrect Anoxinamon by sacrificing Evelyn. The reason why artist apothe- hypothesizes this is because every time Emotep's around Evelyn, he's trying to kiss her. He's super rapey. It's a whole mood. Oh. And also yeah. half his face is usually falling off. So like, no, thank you. Oh my
1: oh, God! Right? She Get a full sleeps face. into the bed too, man. I'm like, your skin's up face. Oh, that. right? Yeah, it's she's laying much. in her bed. Get out of here. Gross. I'm like, not only is she sleeping, but
0: your face isn't fully formed. Hello? No, can but regardless, so consent. Consent. mommy yeah. face or not.
1: <laughs>
0: I know you don't really have
1: a face, but you still need to consent to
0: this. Yeah. We need to agree <laughs> to agree lie. on this.
1: Yeah. At least have a conversation about it, you know? Yeah. There is. Like, there,
0: yeah. Can
1: you can even yeah. drive it.
0: Gross. Okay. Evelyn believes that if the Book of the Dead brought Imhotep back to life, the Book of Alman-Ra can kill him and deduces that the book's whereabouts are also in Hominatra.
2: I love the name Hominoptera. I think it is such a cool word. I'm just happy I can say it. Hominoptera. (laughs) I think I just really like the P-T-R sound. Hominoptera.
0: So Imhotep corners the group with an army of slaves. Evelyn agrees to accompany Imhotep if if he will spare the rest of her group. Although Imhotep does not honor his word, Rick and the others fight their way to safety. Because, let's face it, it's an action movie. And Brendan Fraser, or the director, not Brendan Fraser, the director wants Brendan Fraser to kick some ass. Imhotep, Evelyn... And Benny returned to Hamanatra, pursued by Rick and Jonathan and Ardith. And let's face it, <laughs> Jonathan, comical relief. Love him. Best. Yes. So good. Yeah. And even it's funny, I was reading a quote from him where when he got hired, they're like, oh, yeah, we hear you're hilarious. He's like, I've never been funny a day in my life. Why are you hiring me for this? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, see, you got it. Yeah. Hollywood, baby. <laughs> Nailed it. Um. Okay. So they're able to locate the book of Ra. Imhotep prepares to sacrifice Evelyn, but she's rescued after a battle with Imhotep's mummified priests. Can we talk about how fucking weird the mummies make, like, the sounds they make? Like, why were those the sounds they chose to,
2: they're like, meh. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) It's
1: like a a writing table of, like, how do you think mummies sound?
0: (laughs) Keep in mind, (laughs) their tongues have been cut out. We've cut their tongues out. What do they sound like?
2: Is it, <laughs> is it the second mummy where there's like tiny mummies
0: yeah the pardon me i don't know if this is the right phrase but in the movie they say this so excuse me
2: pygmies okay yeah and they're it's like called, the they're like tiny and they go like yeah
0: they're bonkers mummies yes
1: Aww, it's kind of
0: cute it's super cute i just don't pygmy know if it's mummies. politically correct to say pygmies so i, I just it's just what they said oh, yeah, i
1: don't know it's like <laughs> probably not <laughs> at this I rate i don't know <laughs>
0: <sighs> okay. So, mummified priests making the weirdest noises ever. Don't know why they picked that sound, but hey, here we are. Evelyn reads from the book of Akmura making Imhotep mortal, and then he is fatally wounded by Rick. Imhotep obviously vows revenge because, hey, we're going to roll into a trilogy. Benny, as everyone's escaping, they're running out. Benny, because he's obsessed with gold, accidentally sets up a booby trap while he's trying to like grab his bag of riches. It's it's really sad actually. He like takes off this bag full of gold and like leans it onto a booby trap and it goes off and the whole all the walls start going down and, yeah. and it starts filling up and you're like, oh, fuck this classic a boo. Uh, yeah, totally. totally.
1: I was like, you know, Benny's kind of a dope this whole movie, but when that happened, I was like,
0: ah man, he didn't deserve that. No, that sucked. <laughs> that wasn't yeah. any good. So. As everyone's trying to escape, Benny, they're all running out and like full Indiana Jones. Uh, Rick O'Connell and Evelyn slide under this like closing thing of huge cement. And then uh, Brennan Fraser, Rick O'Connell's like, Benny, grab my hand. And like, unfortunately, it's just not in the cars. Sorry, Benny, this is where you live now. And At least then, he oh, tried. He tried, yeah. He gave it his all. He's a good guy. So he ends up in the main, everyone escapes, he ends up, Benny ends up in the main area, and um, he's holding, like, his little torch. And as his torch goes out, there's, like, a whole bunch of scarabs that, like, come out of nowhere and then just, like, eat him alive, and the light goes out.
1: (laughs) Ugh, Nightmares. I was really good. happy about the light going out. I'm like, Do right. I have
2: to suffer
0: Ugh. through this again. <laughs> but imagine how happy the bugs were. The bugs were like, what?
1: oh man, they're like, we're <laughs> starving alive, man. Like, we haven't eaten in years. We
0: <laughs> <fucking> haven't <laughs> eaten in centuries, man. No, mm-hmm. to, them, to them, that's like a hot dinner. They're like, fuck yeah. It's, yeah,
1: it really is a hot dinner. No, um, no, I don't think that he's hot. It's just a no, sport. no.
0: I mean, he's alive. <laughs> no, that's yeah. It. Come on. <laughs> Ardith bids Rick and Evelyn and Jonathan goodbye, and the trio rides off on a pair of camels laden with Benny's treasure, because somehow they managed to still end up with Benny's treasure, which,
2: because we never saw them grab. It's like,
1: grab my Benny, Benny's like, Benny, no, take my treasure.
2: <laughs> <laughs> treasure. Like, originally, and then he went and hid it on a camel. Because, oh, okay. Like so, hey, 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 I'm going to run away with this jewels. But then he right. got it went back in for more, and that's, yeah, that's why what happened. He so she had already put the money on the camel. You're right, yeah I did see that. You're right. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm here for the so, for my details.
0: I checked IMDb because as I was watching this movie, I was like, Holy fuck, like there's like so many. And I talked to my husband, I'm like, There's like so many stunt people in this movie, like how, like it's crazy. Like, this must have made people so much money, and also animal actors, like in that first scene where they're uh, Brendan Fraser's with Benny and they're shooting people. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's the horses are going down so i'm like what the fuck like that would be so expensive on imdb and it's not trustworthy because these people have to like log their credits so this is not a really factual estimate but estimate and like a guesstimate is it uh, 89 stunt people in the first movie which i would imagine there's probably more
2: that's crazy
0: and I couldn't find the number of animal actors in it. I did try to look that up, but because there, there's like, like a 100
1: horses that and
0: camels. Yeah. So. um, Some fun quotes here. So I have a quote from Brendan Fraser when they got to Morocco. Jim Jack said, hey, I took out a million dollar kidnapping insurance policy on you. <laughs> And Brendan Fraser's like, so we're like, so basically you just put a bounty on my head. And Jack's like, yeah, I guess that's one way of looking at it. And Brendan Fraser goes, I'll never forget. Kevin J goes, well, how much insurance do you take up on me? And Jack goes, oh, about $50,000. that would be fine. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and then Brendan Fraser's like, it was so hard. There was snakes and scorpions all over the place. Uh, he also has a thing where he says, they sent a memo describing this type of snake. I think it had yellow dots on it. They said, if you see this kind of snake, don't go near it because if it bites you, they'll have to amputate their limb. And then he says another point, he was outside peeing and the snake jumped out and he had to run.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Terrifying. <laughs> oh.
0: Yeah. So that's, that's the making of the first mummy. Um, I think if you guys want to hold a discussion around the second one, we can do that. But like, otherwise we, this podcast will go on for fucking ever. But I haven't X. watched the second one yet.
1: Yeah, I haven't watched it either.
0: Oh, okay. So okay. Guns
1: are it on that second
0: one, <laughs> dude. I because I have it here, so yeah, exactly. So essentially, in the second one, they have a kid. Yeah, well, they do. Yeah, they have a kid. So and and then I'll just yeah, okay, well, that's whatever. I'm getting ahead of myself again. So it's it's kind of the same same. It's the same thing where like they're like, oh, it's the year of the scorpion, and they have to go over and find some shit and it's the whole thing all over again. <laughs> then The Rock shows up. <laughs> no, okay, I'll be serious. I can burn the, burn through this, like, relatively quickly. So in the second one, The Mummy Returns, we have basically, essentially the same cast uh, with the added addition of Dwayne The Rock Johnson and a proper, proper um, dedication to Patricia Valasquez, who plays the gorgeous... Um, now my name, the name isn't working, Jill. Who? Ox, on a, ox on a Moon. Oh, an ox in a moon. Yeah, her. That's So that's who plays her, because she didn't get proper accreditation in the first one. So The Mummy Returns is a 2001 American adventure horror film, written and directed again by Stephen Summers, starring Brendan Fraser, Rachel Wise, John Hanna, Arnold Vosloo, Oded Fear, Patricia Vasquez, Freddie Boath. Along Armstrong and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Ever Jeez. heard of him? Never. Oh, I only know The Rock. <laughs> oh, and this is apparently The oh, Rock. Acting, this is a, his acting debut, apparently. Ah. Other than WWF and WWE.
1: That's not acting. That's real.
0: I mean, it is real. I, I've done it before. It does It's it real. <laughs> also, I'm in a wrestling show on Saturday. No big deal. Fun.
1: What? That's <gasps> cool, man.
0: Okay. So moving on, promptly. (laughs) the film, the film is a sequel. Again, we know this to the 1999 film, The Mummy. And again, distributed by Universal Pictures. The Mummy Returns inspired the 2002 prequel film, The Scorpion King, a spinoff that is set 5,000 years prior, whose eponymous character played by Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, was introduced in this film. The Mummy Returns was a commercial success despite mixed reviews, and then it followed. It was followed by the 2008 sequel, The Mummy Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, which is a pile of hot shit. But The Mummy Returns, I'm still like, eh, okay. Yeah. So, plot. In 3067 BC, the Scorpion King leads an army to conquer the world. Every movie is genocide. Every one. Why? Yeah. Why?
2: Because that's the most horrible, I guess. Ugh,
0: so gross. Also, like, if I was dealing with Rick O'Connell and Evelyn, I'd be like, I don't want to hire you guys because... Every time you're involved, someone tries to destroy the world. Not good. No. However, his army is defeated and exiled to the desert of Armshir. After the Scorpion King vows to give Anubis his soul in return return for the power to defeat his enemies, an oasis and a pyramid magically form. The Scorpion King is given an army of jackal-like warriors. This part, when he's doing that, like he's like, him and his army have like, wandered away into the desert and he's really upset he's falling down on his knees and he's supposed to have been out there for months but he's jacked as fuck and not starving not believable
2: (laughs) no he's muscular he'll always be muscular
0: that's just what he looks like he was he's muscular baby he was born that way he just shredded through his mom's vagina (laughs) okay but when he makes that vow to anubis he just picks up a scorpion and eats it i'm like okay that's gross good for you i mean yeah So, yeah, the army of Anubis sweeps, Anubis, Anubis, sweeps across Egypt. But once their task is finished, Anubis claims the Scorpion King's soul and the army returns to the underworld. In 1933, Rick O'Connell and his wife Evelyn explore the ancient rules with their son, Alex, where they find the bracelet of Anubis. In London, the bracelet locks on to Alex. So they find the bracelet of Anubis. This is the other thing. So, Evelyn and Rick are exploring tombs with their small child like it's no big deal. They're just, like, going through shit. Oh, my God, right? Yeah.
2: It's not... Oh, <laughs> like, we this got it.
1: is fine. This is how we live our lives. Like, an yeah. infant should be okay.
2: My parents didn't even <laughs> want to take me to the fucking grocery store. Yeah. No.
1: I can't remember that far back.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, they're just... Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very unusual how lax they are and also while they're going through the tomb there's like a bunch of other treasures with guns and then they end up in like a chase and it's like eh. but the whole movie is like that the whole movie is a lot of child endangerment
1: that was a casual infant running from yeah us. i think
0: he's like he's probably like 10 maybe i feel like
2: yeah he's like 8 to 10 yeah
1: still, still. Like, yeah. <laughs> if the kid can't keep up with you then they can't come
2: <laughs> no
0: but Brendan Fraser does his move where he, like, flies in and throws him over his shoulder and takes off running. And then after a while, he puts him down. I'm like, yeah, he got heavy, didn't he? <laughs> oh, my God, right?
2: Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, I thought you were infant. No,
0: you're yeah, into it.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, you're a person. So
0: they return to London with a bracelet. And Alex is in good, dumbass kid method, playing around with the box and takes the bracelet out, locks it onto his wrist. And he's like, ooh, it's stuck. <laughs>
1: That's a classic goodbye with you as a child. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oops. My mom like, not again, man. Everything's yeah. Damn
0: yeah. <sighs> <sighs> put
1: the your hair in the br-
0: br- The bracelet of Anubis. What the hell? <laughs> Why'd you
1: do that? <laughs> oh, you're trapped. Good luck, kid. <laughs>
0: yeah. So as Alex puts the bracelet on, it ends up giving him a vision of Amshir, and, but is later warned Direct, Sorry, he is later warned that should he not enter the pyramid, the pyramid's boundaries, well, that's not true, the actual pyramid has to be inside the pyramid, within seven days, the bracelet will kill him. So no big deal. You've now literally, not only have you put your kid in this weird situation with other treasure hunters with guns, now you're like, here's a bracelet that will fucking kill you.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no worries.
1: All right? You got seven days? hmm Can you watch the so, ring? Survive yeah, right? Sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes people survive.
0: <laughs> or Jumanji? Jesus oh, Christ.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's a hustle, but you could survive.
0: <laughs> it's, a, it's a hustle, she says. Welcome wow. to our world, buddy. <laughs> Evelyn later is captured by an Egyptian cult who is trying to resurrect Imhotep with the Book of the Dead. So this Egyptian cult is with... Um, the reincarnation of Anak and a couple other people. And they're just bonkers as far as I'm concerned. And also, I'm sorry, I'm skipping stuff. I'm just trying to blow through this because we'll be here for the rest of our lives. They wish to use his power to defeat the Scorpion King, giving him the command. So then it would give uh, Imhotep the command of Anubis' army to conquer the world. The cult is led by Baltus Hafez, which includes an enforcer, Lachna, and Melina's. Melina's is the reincarnation, like I said, of Anak Sunaman. The O'Connells set out to rescue Evelyn, accompanied by her brother Jonathan and the Magi Ardith Bey. Like I fucking said, so before... So as all this is unfolding, so like the O'Connells get back from their treasure hunt and they're like in their house in England chilling. Evelyn and the little shed are upstairs and that's when the little fucker puts the bracelet on. Jonathan comes into the downstairs room with the Lady of the Night or just some like really hot blonde girl. I don't know. I, it's it's in the 90s movie. I really don't know. She's great. And then people show up, hold a knife to his neck, and are demanding this bracelet. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, upstairs with Evelyn and the kid, Ardeth just walks in. And Evelyn's like, what are you doing here? And he's like, there's no time to explain. And he has no idea about the bracelet of Anubis because she ends up telling him later and then he has to go with him to help them figure it out. But it's like, so then why were you there in the first place if you didn't know the bracelet was <laughs> there? Why did you even come?
1: Yeah, Do ask questions? It's the 90s. In yeah. I, I was like, the, it, and hope for the best. <laughs>
0: like, he, he didn't have a, he had no idea, like, what's in the box? The bracelet of Anubis. He's like, oh, no. I'm like,
1: Just what? kidding. It's not in <laughs> the box anymore fucking oh, yeah,
2: evie can <laughs> decipher from hieroglyphics where each of the black book and the book of almond Ra have been fucking switched but this guy doesn't know a bracelet's in a box nope
1: i mean we all sure have-
2: you have one <laughs> job is the bracelet um, in the box yes or no
0: so the- while all that's happening Jonathan ends up getting his hands on like a scepter from one of them that's there. And cause Jonathan is kind of like a pickpocket and he likes gold shit. And he just takes it. Cause why the fuck not? Why not? Yeah. So while all that's happening, so they take Evelyn and they take the box and they're off. And then that's when then, um, artist is like, well, why were they, what, what were they here for? And that's when he figures out the box, like the, the bracelet, like I just said. And, then the last one, the little boy was like, ha ha, they don't have the bracelet. It's on my fucking arm. <laughs> <Like, Huh>. Asshole. <laughs> oh, I put it on. She's like, why did it? I
1: bring you here? Go back home. <gasps> so yeah. Broke in.
0: Yep. So they all take off to go find Evelyn. Uh, Jonathan and uh, the little kid, Alex, have to stay in the car. And Rick has to go in and free Evelyn, who was just kidnapped by Lachna. And they were forced to travel to Egypt with the cult because no big deal. They're just going to take off to Egypt. That's when they have them. They have like Evelyn on a board, and that this is when Anaximand um, meets Nemo Nemotep and he's like, "Oh, it's the reincarnation of Anaximand," like sick, and he's like all gross zombie face, and they make out. Bleah. Not <laughs> nice. Oh. And then they try to dump Evelyn into this fire, and that's when Brendan Fraser leaps over the fire, fucking leaps over this fire and manages to get perfectly her hip into his shoulder. She's on his shoulder, and he takes off running. Like I said, it's his fucking move.
1: <laughs> <laughs> into the wind we go.
0: Like, if he got hurt from this, I believe it, because there was a lot of that happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, man, I threw my shoulder out. I just kept picking women up. And,
0: and kids.
1: Yeah. yeah, I forget that.
0: They're a little lighter, but could do damage. I'm sure. But still. Okay. So, the O'Connells end up so what happens after that, so, they end up, so now that he's got his wife back, Evelyn, they end up stealing the kid, Alex, because Alex has the bracelet on his wrist, but they can't take it off, so they just, like, take the kid. And the Ardith is like, don't worry, they can't kill him because they need the bracelet. So, like, don't worry. I'm like, okay, that doesn't help. Don't <laughs>
1: worry, his 70s are counting down, don't worry, we got this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Fine. So, uh, Evelyn and Rick end up finding rick's old friend izzy who's a pilot to help them and the first thing out of izzy's mouth is i don't want to hang out with this guy because every time i get shot
2: (laughs) oh my god but
0: now izzy doesn't fly a plane anymore he has like a like a blimp essentially it's like a mock blimp and they're like no way i'm not driving this and anyways Izzy convinced them he's like it's really fast and it works and it's sneaky and they're like okay sick so they all get into this blimp and they start like trying to figure out where these people are going they do have the first location because Alex gave the first location to Amshir that he had seen from his vision. So every time Alex goes to the next location with the, this, they call they keep calling it a cult, but these, these people, he ends up building like very intricate sandcastles of the next place he's going to go to, which I'm like, sir, how do you know how to do that? You know, like his parents like show up and he has like his coat or like his socks, like on top of a sandcastle. Like, how do you think Imhotep wouldn't see that? And, Anyways, lots of holes.
1: No, Imhotep doesn't know what socks are. I
0: think. <laughs> I think you know what's behind You're that. right. He has he has a loin no, socks and, a... and
1: sandals, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So Imhotep uses the Book of the Dead to give Mila the soul of Osunamon, and by doing so, he allows Evelyn to unlock memories of her previous life as Princess Nefertiti, the Bracelets Keeper of the Pharaoh, Set- the Bracelets Keeper of the Pharaoh Seti's daughter. So. I actually looked up Nefertiti, and that is not her dad.
2: Oh, nice! I like that they were just like this name seems legit. What other names do we know other than Cleopatra? Throw her yeah. in. Yeah, Nefertiti one sounds
1: good. I like this one. <laughs>
2: Nefertiti was like a relevant Egyptian queen, or like a
0: like very notable individual. But her dad was, and I'm probably murdering this. It's spelled like A Y. It's like I, which is not. Okay. A so good job.
2: No. <laughs> There's
0: no fact-checking. There's just misogyny. Yep. Yeah, it's chill. Yeah. <laughs> and like Brendan Fraser getting his ass kicked. Fuck okay. yeah. So where was I? Okay. Kidnapped. Bracelet. So the bracelet gives Alex directions to Amshir. Like I said, okay, I could skip that. Uh, emotep, Yep, said that. Previous life said that. All right. At the edge of the oasis, Nemotep uses his magic to crash Izzy's blimp, right? So he's, like, in this oasis right before his pyramid, and Nemotep uses the water to, like, come up and go through all these, like, rock formations to fuck up the blimp. And he does the same thing he does in the sand. Like, it's his face coming through screaming.
2: Yeah, I remember that. Yeah,
0: and it looks really good. It looks good. And then they have to, like, put on the gas and get out of there, and they end up just running out of gas, and they crash. But they, they're, like, safe. They lived. So um, Rick O'Connell's like, Izzy, fix this, basically. And, like, the thing is in shambles. When you see it, you're like, no, no, no. No one's fixing that. <laughs> but, it, again, Britt, as you said, movie magic. So here we go.
1: Oh, it's all about the movie magic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also,
0: Izzy stays behind in hope of repairing it by nightfall. So the O'Connells have to grab their kid Alex and fucking run through this maze of like I mentioned, we don't know if this is politically correct, but here we go, pygmy mummies. And they're like flying through the trees, making the weirdest noises, murdering people, like like you see the bush move, it's like Jurassic Park with the raptors, the bushes move and people Ugh. just drop.
1: This is so spooky. I hate that part.
0: <laughs> yeah. Rick retrieves Alex and Artis kills Lachna. They escape the pygmies who kill all the cult members except Baltus, Imhotep, and and Anakasunamon. So Baltus is the um, evil museum curator because, yeah. Yes. Yes. The O'Connells arrive at the pyramid. So when they get to the pyramid, they have to fucking run. You can see, like, the sun is setting. It's, like, going up right behind them. And last minute, Brennan Fraser dives into the pyramid. And then the bracelet just, like, unclips off Alex's hand and they huck it away. Which, as I'm watching that, I'm like, why would you huck it away? That's the one thing you know is going to burn about the end of the world. You just hucked it. And then Baltus ends up running in there and grabbing it and putting on his stupid fat arm. Because why the fuck not? Why wouldn't you? So furious. Fat
1: arm. (laughs) Squeezing it (laughs) in.
0: Yeah. This is made for a a child.
1: Fat arm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So Baltus puts the bracelet on and then goes up to where the scorpion king, like gold ugly scorpion thing, is and essentially like sticks it up the scorpion's butt into the wall. And he's like, "Ha ha, I'm doing it!" And then it full on the the uh, the whatever uh, statue thing like degloves his hand and it becomes like a sticky slimy skeleton hand. And he's running around screaming. And I'm like, "What did you think was gonna happen, Dum Dum?"
1: Like, Nothing, obviously. <laughs>
0: Fucking so kind of narcissistic. Hoping nothing would happen from this. <laughs> nothing will happen to me. <laughs> so that fucking happens, loser. Uh, Anubis takes Emotep's powers. Oh, so yeah. So Emotep, after the Scorpion King has been first awakened, and then Emotep walks through like this. It's like a, a barrier, and then Anubis steals all his powers because he wants Imhotep to fight as a mortal, which I don't fucking understand because it's like.
2: You gotta prove your strength. Yeah, but if he's
0: fighting Brendan Fraser, I'm like, sure, but if he's fighting a fucking half man, half scorpion, half CG The Rock, that doesn't make much sense.
2: Very rude. It's super rude. <laughs> Who do you think you
1: are, Mr.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's a WWE wrestler that's half scorpion? You don't send a chance.
1: And he's a pretend at this moment in
0: time. Yeah. He's also you pretend You can't
1: kill a pretend
0: guy. <laughs> <This is correct. laughs> The Rick finds Emotep summoning the Scorpion King inside the pyramid and fights him. The Scorpion King, now an enormous monster, monster interrupts the fight and attacks Rick. At the same time, Ardith and the Magi battle Anubis' resurrected army outside while Rick and the Scorpion King fight. Baltus is killed, so basically the Scorpion King picks up Baltus and rips him in a bunch of pieces with all of his weird snappy fingers. He's like doing this like a crab. Yep. Or a scorpion, I guess. He's just just tap dancing. (laughs) Hello, my lady. Hello. (laughs) Oh, stupid. Okay. Jonathan and Alex steal the Book of Death from Anoxinamon and use it to resurrect Evelyn. So Anoxinamon runs in and, like, stabs Evelyn in the stomach, and she dies. And then Alex and Jonathan have to run around and steal the Book of the Dead from Anak Sunaman. And Alex, uh, some fucking reason, this 10-year-old, can read Egyptian hieroglyphics. And he's like, yo, they got this And he, with my bracelets. And he resurrects his mom, but he can't remember one word, so he's, like, yelling at Jonathan. And I'll also add, Jonathan and Anak Sunaman go into, like, a hand-to-hand fight, and Jonathan punches the woman in the face. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. But see, this is also for like playing off like the original mummy, because it's like when Jonathan's trying to read the last and he's like, it's like this. And then Evelyn's like fighting a nooks in a moon and she yells out the last word. And he's like, oh, it is that.
0: Yeah, it's exactly what it is. But Jonathan yells out the word this time. Yeah. But when he punches her in the face, he's like proud of himself, which was kind of funny. I was like, what? Like, it's like... I'm not, I'm, he, I'm not upset that he not upset that he hit I'm glad a woman. You're proud <laughs> yeah, like I'm not bummed out he punched a woman, but it was just like they decided to pair him against a strong woman because they figured like his character wasn't masculine enough to fight a dude, or I don't really know. Oh, okay, so
1: it's like his one moment. Oh. Yeah,
0: I was like, oh, Jonathan, because <laughs> like she could totally. So like, yeah, unfortunately,
1: his punching is woman. Yeah, <laughs>
0: she she could have like totaled him. So Rick discovers Jonathan's scepter is actually a mythical spear. Oh my fucking God. I missed this part. Okay. So I'll finish what I'm saying. Rick discovers Jonathan's scepter is actually a mythical spear, which is used to stab the scorpion King, sending him and the army back to the underworld. And the Oasis will start to destroy itself post-stabbing. So it actually does that. Okay, so what I missed was in the beginning of the movie, Rick O'Connell has, like, this weird fucking tattoo. And his kid's like, Dad, I saw the tattoo at the beginning of the building or whatever, the pyramid. And he's like, oh, okay. And then later, Ardeth, Ardeth is like, yo, that tattoo means you're a warrior of God. <laughs> oh. And, and um, fucking... Brendan Fraser's like, no, I'm not. I was an orphan in Cairo. I'm like, sir, why are you a white American kid and an orphan in Cairo? And why don't you speak any Egyptian?
1: Where did or you get a tattooed?
0: <laughs> And who tattooed you as a baby?
1: Sir. It a guy that he got for Keith. And you wanted <sighs> love, but it was different.
0: <laughs> and and then, like, they find out that Evelyn's this, this reincarnated Nefertiti or some bullshit. And then mm-hmm. Artis is like... Ardeth is like, oh, the three sides of the pyramid, you were meant to protect her and your son is leading the way. I'm like, Ardith, go fuck yourself. You just snuck into their house. What a strange Ardith. prophecy. Yeah. <laughs> so this was like the beginning of the end of these movies, because it was just like, I was like, OK.
1: We have but some still- gaps here, friends. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so as the pyramid crumbles, Rip and Rip, Rick and Emotep both cling to the ledge of a pit that leads to the underworld Rick employs Evelyn to, to escape, implores Evelyn to escape but it, before it's too late, but instead she risks her life to pull Rick to safety. Seeing this, Imhotep cries out for Anak to come to his aid, but she abandons him. Heartbroken, Imhotep lets go and falls into the underworld, which is pretty fucking sad. Um, while all that's happening, as Anak tries to run away, she ends up falling into a pit of scorpions and scarabs, and they eat her, which I'm like, that sucks. Yep. Oh, man, <laughs> not this again. <laughs> I know. Right? Oh, that always ends with scary.
1: Oh, you
0: can yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, So they all end up climbing to the top of the pyramid as it's about to be fully eaten up by the sand. While all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Izzy shows up with his fucking balloon. He just managed to put it all back together in like fucking less than 24 hours because, like, with no materials, mind you, there's nothing there.
2: Yeah, nailed like, hey, it.
0: I'm here, get on here. He rescues the O'Connells. Hollywood, baby. (laughs) Yeah, he rescues the O'Connells, and as he's trying to go away, Jonathan gets his leg cut in the net and ends up, like, hanging upside down, and there's a giant diamond on the top of the pyramid. And he's like, don't go, I need that. And they're like, it's not worth your life. He's like, yes, it is. And they end up getting this massive fucking diamond, pulling him up there, and they just depart off into the sunset. And that's how that movie ends. It's (laughs)
1: It's always worth risking your life for a diamond. Yes, at the end of a
0: cinematic movie.
1: Yeah,
0: of course.
1: Always, <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> always. So yeah, there is that one, and that's a whole, a whole mood. I'm sorry I had to blow through that, but like we're already so far in, I don't think I'm gonna even get to the next one because, first of all, it's awful. Second of all, no one really. I think we're good. We can cover it on another one, but I will you say can that. Go
1: ahead and watch that and cover some you Yeah.
0: <laughs> I will say that Rachel Wise uh, didn't want to be in it because she didn't like the, how the time jumped and she didn't think her character suited having a 21-year-old child, so they ended up recasting her. Oh, dang. Yeah.
2: That's fair.
0: Yeah, they recast her with Maria Bello. And I will also add that Jet Li was in this because Jet Li is sick.
2: Oh, that's really cool. Oh, yes. I, I like
1: Jet Li. I remember
0: when yeah. he was rad. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, so I, it's the watching this last one. The writing is very poor, but the casting is fun. I didn't like Maria Bello as Evelyn, I didn't think she did a really good job. They don't have the same chemistry that Evie Wise or sorry, Rachel Wise had with Brendan Fraser, but that's fair.
2: Yeah, so yeah, five go. stars. Five stars would watch, <laughs> did watch, <laughs> would watch, have watched. <laughs> Paid five dollars. <laughs> yeah,
0: pay, paid that money and then watched each of them twice, and then <laughs> the, last, the last
2: one once. So. Got your money's worth, my guy. I had to. That's a whole little uh, fender you had there. That's good. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. And then we get to get into the meat and potatoes. Oh, of this meat guy. Potato. I'm getting comfortable. I'm opening my notes. I have all my
0: notes, yes. Well, I'm
1: ready.
0: I'm ready, ready? yeah. I'm ready to feel to figure out what this weird thing is
2: going to be. It's okay. I wanted to like ease I'm Britain,
0: so,
1: yeah. I'm so ready to so, know the link, you know.
2: Between it's not diet crime, it's not like crime light, but it's like I went to Costco and got to fill up my own pop, so I did like a half and half, so I feel like I'm being healthy, but I also like got a minor taste of something delicious.
1: Nice. I don't even know what a half and half pop at Costco is.
2: <laughs> uh, Mixed root beer with orange crush for some reason. It is really good.
1: Is it like fountain soda? Like what? what's going on here? Or like a flat of pop?
2: Like fountain soda. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So today I thought I would talk about the Love Has One Cult. Uh, okay. Cult? So- I'm in. I haven't ever heard of this cult, <laughs> but I also feel like a lot of the time when you hear about cults, it's like they're big. This one was a little bit smaller. Okay. So the well, LHW, it's, it's a Comfortable one. Love Has One, w- number one, stupid fucking name, but they were founded in 2006. It's they, a cult. I have low expectations for their naming conventions.
0: Yeah.
1: St. Yeah, page's Kelsey here. <laughs>
2: Hey, this name was, like, an improvement, but their original name was called the Galactic Federation of Light. Okay, wait, I like oh, that better.
1: Galactic? Holy! Is this like, a Beast Boy's music video? Okay.
2: Hello. <laughs> so Brock, like, what kind of fucking Hitchhiker's Guide nonsense is, is this fucking <laughs> name? Someone watches Eat so beetle Brock over here. Like, get out. I right, like
1: it. Enter that sun.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I'm like... I'm just,
0: I have FOMO now. Why wasn't I invited? I didn't get the email. You do not want to be invited.
1: I kind of I want to be like fly on the wall to this cult though. But, like, what, but
0: what if I if was invited
2: can't. and I said no?
1: <laughs> you know, I just want to say. To everyone
2: I said no. <laughs> Me to ask exactly. Hey, boss babe, do you want to make money at your own house on your own schedule? No, yeah. you're not selling leggings. Fuck off what about heat <laughs> pictures for a moment i
1: was like this is their <laughs> dick i get this
2: all the time <laughs> fucking Lou LaRoe over here <laughs> so, the love has won or lhw they focused a lot on like new age philosophy and like surprise surprise they were really into QAnon conspiracies oh my nice. god dude. dude five stars
0: <laughs> I just listened to a bunch of wine and crime on QAnon yesterday. And not that obviously, obviously, this is not my news source for information, but it was like it was enlightening in the sense that I knew nothing about them other than that they were dumbasses. And now I know that they're more dumbasses.
1: <laughs> Thanks for bringing me up to speed on how stupid one can be.
0: <laughs> exactly. I was like, I already knew this was dumb, but now I know that it's really dumb.
1: Thanks for solidifying my thoughts. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it started in 2006 and then Amy Carlson joined. So Amy Carlson was 30 when she joined previously in her youth. Like she had been kind of getting involved in some weird stuff and like showing some signs of like what we would know now as mental health, red flags.
0: Mm.
2: So at the age of 30, she found love has won and she was like, this is perfect. Here I come. So she ditched her husband, her kids, and her fucking job managing a McDonald's. And she was just like, you know what? I found something better. And, like, literally just ditched. Hmm. Huh. All right. Like, I think we all dream of just packing up and just being like, what if I did that? Like, what if I just packed up and then just, like, vomit else?
1: But the thing is, all three of us don't have children. <laughs> hmm that's, that's where things get a little, a little, you know, blurred and sketchy. <laughs>
2: I also think sometimes, like, of driving. Like, what if I just drove my car into a tree, right? Like, Oh, I think about that all the time. There's a word for that.
1: Well, I mean, I know
2: it
0: would probably be the before. end.
1: I'm going have to go to work the next day.
0: No, but it's like, it's like a it's a weirder one than that. It's like, what if you just like, <gasps> like, there's an actual word. I
2: don't know. Well, maybe
1: I'll find out after the 29th when I do my N exam and hopefully pass.
2: Oh, my God. <laughs> Watch it. The island. Okay. <laughs> so LHW was new age. They were into conspiracy theories. So when Carlson joined, everybody was like, holy shit, we found her the Messiah. Here she comes. Mm. She saved us all. McDonald's so the couple, Messiah. Like French fries? Yeah. years old. She had been reincarnated as the spirit, has been reincarnated 534 times. And hold up, let me tell you who this bitch was before she was who we know her as today. Mm-hmm. She was Jesus.
1: Oh. She, oh. Oh.
2: She was Monroe. Marilyn and Monroe? Monroe. And also,
0: uh-huh. Not Marilyn Manson, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I said the yeah. right one. Pretty no, I was And the then the
2: shell like, and not the disheveled one. Yes. Yeah. Here's my first tie to our case. They also believe she was Cleopatra. Oh, sure. there it is. So they ended up calling her Mother God. Like it. And she also had like father gods that she would take on from time to time as kind of like I guess, like, her her love partner? Ew. So, like, <laughs> wait a minute. Shit, like, queen, lady, ruler, but she could take different, like, husbands out of, like, the cult. So this well, is, like, I one of the... I
1: like how it's, like, twisted where the woman's doing that. Finally. To,
0: that's what I'm getting at. As long as they're age-appropriate partners, I'm kind of here for this, and I will give her snaps. Right? <laughs> um,
2: yeah. It's so, the mother god. They called her the queen of Lumuria. Okay. So, liking all of this. Lumeria is a lost land, and the people of Lumeria, called the Lumerians, live inside Mount Shasta, which is in California. They believe this ancient civilization lives inside a fucking mountain. Sure. I Also, yeah, I, mean, I think I know what Mount Shasta is. That's hilarious.
0: It's
1: Very godly of them. You know. You, you
2: ready for the- this? <laughs> right. <laughs> Second tie to not this episode, but our last episode. This mm-hmm. is fucking me so other god carlson also claimed that she had spoke in the afterlife to robin williams no don't hit me like that <laughs> come on <laughs> Shut she believes she's the mercy, <laughs> So he was the it was the angel of mercy Man. well we're on the topic a lot of the members of this cult are millennials. And I was oh, like, well, I, I mean, 2006, it, it makes sense. Head. <laughs> Jesus like, Christ. Can you somebody's like, I talked to Robin Williams and you're just like, how, what? Can I, what? I'll, nope. You ain't never had a friend like me. And then like, you, <laughs> like, you talked like,
1: to the genie? Jesus. What? Yeah.
2: <laughs> they also believed in Atlantis. Okay. Another Disney yeah, movie. They also believe in the reptile conspiracy theory. Do you guys know anything about this?
0: Um I'm gonna say it's not a it's not a Disney movie, but there's a live-action Super Mario and they're called
2: uh
0: Moombas, yes.
2: Pretty much. So basically there's this man named David, I think his last name is Icky or it's Ike. I like icky because his idea is icky. But (laughs) he believes that shape-shifting reptiles, like, basically take on the bodies of, like, politicians and high-up people, and they're trying to take over the world by, like, shape-shifting into humans.
0: Absolutely.
2: Like, if Jeffrey Bezos isn't a reptile, I don't know who is. (laughs) It's like,
0: (laughs) he has eyeballs, like, in Men in Black, where when they blink, they blink one, and then it blinks another way.
1: Like the double, yeah. They blink sideways.
2: Yeah. So, like I said, this cult is mostly made out of millennials, and there's like at any time in their like little commune, there's anywhere from 12 to 20 people, and they're mostly stationed in Colorado.
1: Hello with the freaky airport. I wanna look at Guys,
2: that one? It's so fucking weird. Yeah. <sighs> Dumb. So, <need> see. <laughs> precipitation of Cresting, Colorado. 12.3 inches of rainfall. Oh. Which, compared to Vancouver, we're looking at about, like, 57 and a half inches.
1: And compared to Topley, we're looking at 2.5. Right. If right. right.
2: <laughs> if you did it right.
1: <laughs> yeah, and if I did it right.
2: If you did. That's awesome. I, I appreci- don't
1: think it rains much there. I don't remember much rain when I was a kid.
2: So, basically the way this, like... Group of people decided to get their message out there is that they would do daily live YouTube streams. <laughs>
1: oh, like, man.
2: I can't tell you the How last time.
1: Miss I miss all this.
2: <laughs> I can't tell you the last time I willingly logged into like a fucking live stream. No, I usually no. don't care anymore, but I think that's because we've been in like Zoom land. Like, we're literally on Skype.
1: Yeah,
2: this is my one Skype commitment per week if people want to talk to me like fuck off
1: (laughs) my mom like a regular human being thanks
2: yeah my mom today called me like a
0: regular human being was like hey your dad actually they did a really nice thing where they have where they live in alberta there's a a killer brewery that i like so my dad went there and got me a bunch of beer and then he's like my mom's like your dad's coming home today or today's tuesday nope today's wednesday your dad's coming home yeah today and can you go help him unload the motorcycles? He's gonna give you this beer, and I'm like, oof, I would love to, but I have an obligation tonight. Um, that my mom got like super upset with me, and I'm like, I'm so I'm sorry. Like, you didn't ask me ahead of time. I have an obligation, I have a Skype call that I need to do. I have one every- one
1: Skype call.
0: <laughs> what? The, and and like if you had asked me on the weekend, maybe. But I was like, I just ah.
2: That's a mood.
1: Hi, Jordan. Now you have all this uh, beer waiting for you.
2: <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. So other than their daily YouTube live streams, like, preaching their ideas, they also off- offer, like, supplement packages. And, like, I feel like...
1: That's New a millennial kind of, like, thing to do. Also, like, hippie kind
2: of cults. Like, oh, my God, do you just want to take these, like, essential oils and fucking vitamins and I'll cure your migraines? Like, fuck right off with your eucalyptus oil. It sounds like they're like some kind of BC called. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> oh say. God, well, right? it's like. Well, the Pol- eucalyptus through the COVID happening. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's
2: like pretty Vancouver-y.
0: Rub right, lavender well, on your face. Little will fix it. Fuck
2: this case is also <laughs> this, is, this is
1: getting a little too personal, man.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you got a, a headache?
0: Some peppermint, peppermint oil. Go fuck yourself.
1: Put on your chakras and get over it, man.
0: Oh my God, no! <laughs> stick, this, stick this vanilla stick up your butt. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: things we do. As <sighs> my,
2: oh my! Therapy. <laughs> i'd rather know, rub I'm a thinking. fucking rose quartz on my forehead than talk about my feelings um, yeah, you
1: know what thanks
0: what
2: <laughs> what's her name what's that blonde woman from Iron
0: Man? her kid's name's apple Jen- Pot. Pelt- oh, Gwena- Gwena Gwena Peltro. Peltro.
2: her vagina eggs oh my god <laughs> she has like is. a whole company based on like your vagina yeah
1: it's like it's called goop or something she has a yeah. lot
2: of- Which I like.
1: Check this out, just, you know, humor it. And I was like, I can't do this. This is too much. It's
0: it's, weird. I was like, what's wrong with you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And also, like, you're at a point where people listen to you, man. Like.
0: Yo. If you and really like, believe
1: in that, that's great.
0: You also have to understand, like, there's some
1: science involved and some of it just doesn't add up.
0: And just because you played Iron Man's wife doesn't make you a scientist. You're not actually Pepper <laughs> Potts. That one
1: role <laughs> ruined her. She's like, I am
0: I writer. wish.
1: You know, Gwyneth, I'm sure you're really nice. I
0: just don't really, like, get down with your... I deal. just, if <laughs> I think something's wrong with you, that's yeah. saying a lot. Yeah.
2: Well, other than the supplements. This is how they kind of,
1: like...
2: (laughs) (laughs) So this case is actually, like, kind of recent, which is crazy because I don't think I'd ever heard of it, but in August of 2020, this whole little group all moved to Hawaii, Okay. but then Carlson was like, oh, I'm the Hawaiian goddess named Pele, so, like, the Hawaiians were like, get the fuck out of here, white lady! Good and they them. lost Is <laughs> are well, Hawaii. not Hawaiian <laughs> Dude, they went like full like you know in the Adams family when like the villagers are like marching up to their house Yeah. like yeah. The, the people that lived in this city straight up like lit shit on fire and took stuff to their Airbnb And we're like, get the fuck out of here and do not disrespect our culture. And it got so bad that they were like throwing rocks at the windows and then they had to call in the mayor of the city and he had to arrange for this entire like cult to get safe passage out of the city into the airport.
1: That's insane. That's fucked. And like, but also, like, good for so you for homing your own I, culture. You know? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I don't I don't like the violence, but I understand they were pushed to that because this woman was
2: a dum-dum. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Holy crap. Just, like... How no, have I not heard this? This is insane not already. Nervous. We keep interrupting you, so we haven't even got to the nitty-gritty. Sorry, <laughs> this is
2: normal. I constantly interrupt her. <laughs> <laughs> In September of 2020... Like, there had been a lot of rumors that Carlson was really sick, and there are pictures of her. She's really (laughs) emaciated. She has, like, purple skin, and her hair is, like, falling out, and she's, like, getting really skinny. And I looked her up. I'd send you photos, but they're on my phone, so Google it yourself. But (laughs) she is, like, purple. Like, her skin is, like, a purpley blue. She's super thin. Like, she still looks, like, I don't want to say she looks happy because, like, she looks happy, but, like, oh, girl, you must feel bad. You're blue. She looks like she's
1: topping it out, unless she painted her skin
0: blue, like
1: a weird <gasps> smurf woman.
2: <laughs> no, I got it.
1: So Which you is, think like, do the- your damn thing, but also don't, like, postpone. Like, no, shulmans. no, no.
0: She thinks she's Avatar now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> do Avatars get sick, though?
2: So, this, uh, yes, the Navi can get sick. Um, okay.
1: so. <laughs> Thanks for reiterating that. No worries. <laughs>
2: So, because this group believes in, like, conspiracy theories, a reason that people believe and, like, why Carlson was turning blue is because she was ingesting something called colloidal silver. So, basically what this is is, like, a liquid that has little pieces of silver in it, and you take it. But the thing is, like, there is no silver. It's like, it's not like iron. Like, there is no silver found in human bodies. So taking it can actually poison you after a while. Why was Carlson taking it? Because this is the time of the world when everybody believed that this would cure COVID. Oh, my God. This silver?
1: Like, I haven't heard that one. That's crazy. Like, drinking
2: silver. And I remember <laughs> about this. It right. was like, around. it was like... I think it was after Bleach, but it's been before horsey wormer. I
1: Wormer. Bleach just totally distracted me, so I guess I missed
0: the silver part. <laughs> Can I – I just need to, like, chime in right now because I didn't necessarily find the blue pictures. But She's, this looks like the biggest hippie idiot person I'd never want to meet.
2: She Sorry. is, like – if you ever if – if I find the photos, I'll send them to you because they're on my phone. But she is, like – bluish, like her skin looks like yeah. cartoon corpse skin. Um
0: oh. she she looks like she's trying to sell the essential skin. oils through the screen.
2: There is an Amy Carlson who also like is uh like famous. It's no, not no, is... Amy
1: with a Y or E's.
2: This so is the one. This is it. I'm, I'm I'll send you a she's so like the picture is her sitting in like what looks to be like a hot tub or a pool will um okay. Britt, go
0: to the group chat
1: Oh, I'm going. You know I'm going, girl. Oh, oh, slowly loading. Oh, jeez. <laughs> right.
2: yeah, and like then I'll find to, like... I'll So find I said the... the biggest link in the world, but basically it's her like sitting in a pool and it's one of the last photos of her taken. Um and her skin is just like Damn, It's like There. Gross. I just sent it. I sent
0: like, the it's photo. Off. She's wearing, like, a Little Mermaid towel.
1: Oh, God.
2: Yeah. Like insane. Like, she, know, looks, she looks I mean, real she, sick.
1: I'm more concerned about how thin she is. Like, I'm kind of distracted by her, like, off-colorish alien vibes that she's throwing down. Like, she's so
2: thin. Yeah.
0: Oh, my God, oh, dude. Me. She has an interview with Dr. Phil? Yeah. No! So she- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't even get me started on yep. Dr. Phil. <laughs> uh, dude,
2: you and I both. like said in their interview was like racist and problematic and so that also gained them like a really bad rep so by april of 2021 the entire group had been asked like move so they had moved into this trailer park and then on April 28th a man came to the police station and was like, "Hey, these people like brought somebody into my house. Can you come over?" And they come and f- find out it's Carlson, but she's been mummified.
1: No! That's the human that's a connection. Like, like Zelda- alive?
0: No. Like like in Zelda where they're
2: alive? Or like Oof. But like- her body has been like wrapped in a sleeping bag. Then they've like covered her in Christmas lights. She has glitter all over her skin, and then her eyes are missing. Okay. And they said like positioned like she's in a shrine. Okay, wait, Britt, what? Need to back
1: this up a bit.
0: <laughs> so, <laughs> she's, she's losing so, it.
1: <laughs> she's mummified it. She's wrapped in Christmas lights.
0: Yeah. It's and just, glitter. Her eyes are missing. And, and Glitter yeah it's like like, that
1: i can't even wrap my mind around this picture in my mind even after seeing the alien small woman
0: it's the most fucked up my little pony
2: i've ever heard of like
1: (laughs) this picture you're painting is like i can't i can't (laughs) eat
2: i just can't too, the members of the lhw that were like with her made a post being like she's ascended our mother God Carlson has ascended and left okay. this plane.
0: Yeah, remember the last cult that did that, uh, Heaven's Gate? They didn't ascend. They <laughs> ascended. They <laughs> descended. They, did not they descended. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, Love has one has actually changed like some of their addresses and names to something called Five D Full Disclosure. Mm-hmm. So you can still find them online. And then seven members of the LHW were like arrested and then, like charged with tampering with a corpse because like they really didn't know how she died. Like I'm assuming it would be like all that silver ingestion, probably mm-hmm. like the slow kill, like arsenic style. So they've been charged. There was also two children found in this like trailer mm-hmm. home and they were removed from the family and then a few people there were also charged with like child endangerment and child yeah. abuse so this case like it happened this year oof which i thought was like wild because like i haven't heard of it but i guess like also the world's been basically in a shit storm like fucking like we said before roll 5 or 8 because holy shit yeah it's like yeah. Kind of garbage is going to
1: consume your facebook i would hope cults but
2: so on August 25th this this case went to trial and all seven people had the charges dropped against them hmm. okay so, they so believe it's that, just like, like
1: he passed away and then they wrapped her in a mummy form and like
2: Maybe they could, like, I don't know anything about the law, but maybe, like, it was in, like, some sort of will she had that that's what she wanted. Or, like, there must have been some way they were able to get out of it. Maybe they couldn't prove they're the ones that did it. They were just there. But that case had, like, three points of connection. Dude,
0: and she looks like, when there's some of these pictures where it looks like it's some, like, horrific white girl, eat, love, pray the cult, where she's just, like, surrounded by towels of origin that are not hers or blankets or tapestries and all of the blonde women.
2: Yes. Like <laughs> um all of the blonde women.
1: I ordered 300 blonde women of Hawaii.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm all of <laughs> Like I'm all for mental, like I get mental health is a thing, and like we're not making fun of it in case somebody gets no. like. No, 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 no. But no, 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 some no. of the shit people do, like you have to just laugh at it. At this fucking year, like girl, you're QAnon, please. But as somebody who has had really poor mental health apparently for the last while, as I'm learning, um, like there's a lot of different ways like reach out. You can contact people. I just an app. I just got this app called, like, BetterHelp.
0: Ooh, I've heard that. And Talkspace.
2: The pricing's actually, like, not bad. Like, the cost of having it for a month is, like, the cost of, like, two sessions. Nice. So, but they're, like, available by text 24-7. And they respond to you in their office hours. And then you can, like, schedule meetings with them. And I think that's really cool. I like that. But, like, don't mummify it. <laughs> Love has not won. I, people aren't a thing. Get vaccinated. <laughs> I'm so disappointed I didn't know about this. I mean, the world has been on fucking fire. So no, but this is my... Other stuff, I This guess. is everything
0: I like to, like... This is everything I like to just, like, take in. It's like, oh, crazy hippie cult leader. Like, blonde woman that thinks she's... Three different races, gods. Right. <laughs> but I'm blue from eating silver because she I, doesn't want COVID.
2: Life. Like just get fascinated for fuck's sakes. I am really happy. Like I know I wasn't on like the movie portion, but I've been making it like a thing to actually watch the movies or whatever we talk about. And I'm super mm-hmm. happy that I got to watch it again.
0: Yes. Yes, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And like I said, when Jordan and I were watching this, the, uh, the second one last night, it was good, too.
2: So he was happy. He was for Brit?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. He British. did. There was, there was
0: a couple fight scenes he criticized because he's like, that was pointless. But obviously, that's what he does for profession. So. And they were pretty bad.
2: <laughs> Five fucking stars. I love Brendan Fraser. I love this movie. I'm really happy I got to rewatch it. We've been hitting that in a park lately with movies I'm stoked about. Mm -hmm. Oh,
0: yeah. And we had a special guest on today, which was the the best.
1: I want to make it very clear. I want to refer to myself as, like, Mel from Flight of the Conchords. Not Annie Wilkes from Misery when it comes to my fandom.
0: I mean I like I'm it. I'm not
1: gonna take you home, I'm not gonna lock you in my bedroom, I'm you're not gonna hobble
0: you. Thank you, hobble, that was the word. But, but I'm gonna will wear t shirts. You. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna wear t shirts with our faces on it.
1: Oh definitely, hundred percent. Nice,
2: nice. You're for it, you're for it. Um as and long I have as no as fucking clue what you were talking about. Oh dude. I do. I go
1: to misery? Oh girl, get as, on it. Watch it. As
0: long as I get to be Jerome. Oh, yeah.
1: You're Jerome. Yeah. Then Joe can be Brett. Yeah,
0: which oh, is no. a whole other thing. No.
1: <laughs> Brett's cute and nerdy. It's fine. <laughs> no,
0: but for Brett, Brett's the one that, that Mel's, like, pining out.
2: Thanks for joining us.
0: Oh, thanks for the invite.
2: Uh, It's been mildly spooky having our mummy on to talk about the mummy.
0: <laughs> Just getting us
1: ramped up for, you know, the big, the big O. Oh, and I don't mean orgasm. I mean, October. Sp- <laughs>
2: Ooh. Ooh, spooky season is coming soon. I just bought Halloween decor this weekend and I'm like, I'm so spooky. I have a ghost in my house.
0: <laughs> my friend sent me an Instagram post of like someone putting up a giant ghost in their front yard and like some kids buying a giant dildo and strapping it to it. No,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Free dildo. That's, no that's way too big for anybody. <laughs> Thank you so much. But I was also like, that's expensive. <laughs>
1: You know, I'm glad you're committed. (laughs) Good
2: for you. Yeah. Well, this has been our first guest episode. And if you have questions, comments, concerns, or positive feedback, because fuck your negative feedback. I don't need that shit in my life. I do this podcast to feel better. You can contact us at deepnerder at Instagram or throw a gmail.com at it. And you can send us an email. But like I said, if you're a bitch, I don't fucking want it. We don't get paid to do this. Yeah.
1: Be witty about it if you're gonna be a bitch. You know, so you sure. throw
2: some humor in there. You can criticize me. If I'm doing this for free, you don't get to say shit. Did you get criticized? No, because I'm not being paid yet. Okay. Just checking.
1: <laughs> it's just like, just, I just want to reiterate that no, until you pay like, me, it's not happening.
2: The only people I know that listen to this are like Brit. One of my other friends and like a couple of my clients and I'm like, clients are smarter than to give me bad feedback because their bangs going to look dumb. <laughs> and and my one friend that doesn't like cats. Yes. <laughs> uh-huh. But on that note, thank you so much for having us. Thank you so <laughs> much for having here. me.
1: Thanks oh for the invite. Love it. It's been a real
2: treat. <laughs>